Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Lots to make our way through. Most of it tawdry. <laughs> The, the, this this show is going to have a high tawdry count because the news is tawdry. And uh, let, let's start with uh, the Epstein list and uh, and and old Bubba Clinton there. Uh, this this list of uh, associates of Jeffrey uh, Epstein uh, has has was released last night. Uh, it's over nine hundred pages long, and uh, it's always fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I was watching Fox, but watching the hosts i think i think it broke when jesse waters was on and uh you know they're scrambling to look through this thing and have their staffers look through this thing and start pulling stuff up this is the list of associates uh of jeffrey epstein not only victims young underage girls or boys or what have you that uh were groomed and used in this multinational pedophile ring and also the people who were frequent associates who flew on the plane who went to the island and uh, a lot of folks in the in the in the media in the punk media and the punk ass media have been licking their chops over anything they can find about Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. Well, uh, apparently I haven't read it, but apparently uh, if you you go through it, uh, it, it, it the notations on Donald Trump where some of these victims are asked under legal deposition, legal testimony. Donald Trump? Oh, you ever see Donald Trump? Yeah, a couple times. Was he ever at the island? No. Ever do anything weird to you? No. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, we we know, uh, and it's multiple sources. It's not just coming from the Trump uh, Trumpster himself. That when Jeffrey Epstein, he he was acquainted with him. He lived in Florida. Jeffrey Epstein was a big player in Florida. Met him at Mar-a-Lago, and I guess, uh, and I I thought it was an employee, but he started messing around or coming on to a. Another member's uh, daughter, and Donald Trump kicked his ass out of Mar-a-Lago. Said, "Don't come back. You're not allowed here." But <laughs> Bubba Clinton's name comes up. Bill Clinton, uh, who rode on the Epstein plane over fifty times, I believe, according to flight logs. We we've all seen the picture of Bubba Clinton with the underage girl. I think that was on the plane. And one of the victims is uh, is asked about, uh, about about did Jeffrey ever say anything about Bill Clinton? And uh, the 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 printed testimony in this report is, yeah, he talked about him all the time. Uh, he likes the young girls, so Bill likes young girls. What uh, by young girls? I'm I'm assuming underage girls, minors. Uh, just, you know, wrap your mind around the absurdity of this crap, okay? We got, we got forces allied against a former president to get him illegally yanked off the ballot, whether uh, at the Supreme, state Supreme Court level or the, uh, concerning the actions of an attorney general, a state attorney general, for a crime he's never been charged with or let alone convicted of, which is rebellion, insurrection, nothing. Meanwhile, we now we, we have all kinds of evidence from his own life, but now we have uh, direct evidence, direct testimony stating that Bill Clinton 
was involved with underage girls and ain't nothing going to happen. Now, there's other people popping up on the list. Prince Andrew, that sweaty weirdo, you know, he's there. Uh, Mike, oddly, Michael Jackson's name popped up, I, I believe. I know that's a real shocker. But, you know, it, 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 is a, it, Bill Clinton is a rolling sex crime. He's been that his entire adult life. He's been accused of rape. He's been accused of inappropriate stuff throughout the course of his entire freaking adult life in politics. He was a frequent flyer uh, on the uh, Lolita Express. Did he get points for that? Was he able to angle that towards some free flights, I wonder? And, you know, we, we are seeing evidence that Bill Clinton was, you know, obviously uh, utilizing the services provided by Jeffrey Epstein uh, to have sex with underage girls. Anything's going to happen to him? No. Is anything going to happen to any of these people? I don't believe so. We're too well protected. Um, you know, we've talked about uh, the ability of participating in a pedophile ring, an international pedophile ring. Was the CIA involved? Elements of our own government involved? Because you're dealing with some folks that needed protection wherever the hell they go. So other people had to know about this stuff. Now, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the idea of, well... Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, whoever else is operating this thing, they must surely have all kinds of really hard evidence uh, against some big players on uh, having sex with minors. And to what extent is that controlling world events? I don't know. Uh, I, I, it, I don't know. We, we've heard murmurs in the past that what really makes things happen on planet earth uh are pedophiles uh, in interna- again the international pedophile ring an international organization of heavy hitters across the board whether they're world leaders people who work for world leaders people who are just merely really really grotesquely rich hollywood celebrities entertainment types and that this thing is much more influential and far-reaching than anybody really understands or can comprehend. And I, 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 if we found out that a lot of uh, some of the other things that we're dealing with here in America and around the world are tied into these people, tied into this particular network of folks, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know that I believe the, that the CIA or other people are utilizing the information they have specifically to... Uh, to shake down mover, you know, you know, world leaders and political types and people with lots of money and influence. Because it seems to me such an organization wouldn't be able to last very long. People would say, well, I'm not going to get involved with that. They're going to use it against me. This seems like a very happy relationship between customer and <laughs> service provider, if you will, that has been going on for a long time. Uh, and uh, again, uh, uh, around the world. So I, it, 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 in other words, it doesn't seem to me. I believe that Joe Biden is actually being leveraged by China because of what they know about him. The pedophile ring. Yeah, are we seeing this somehow influence policy at the government level uh, here in America and elsewhere? Maybe. 
But I, I really think, ultimately, it's just a bunch of really, really filthy, stinking, rich, and powerful perverts who love, uh, you know, zipping off to Jeffrey Epstein's island or love zipping off to his island and having sex with underage minors and doing things that you wouldn't normally be able to do. I think it's just a matter of being rich and having all the money in the world and Jeffrey Epstein provided a service. And I don't think anything's going to happen. People are going to be a little outraged, maybe for a little while. I hate to say it, but people were really outraged over the summer when they saw Sound of Freedom and suddenly started realizing that the trafficking of children is going on uh, across our border and around the world. And uh, uh, got to do something about this. It's horrible. Oh, it's hard. Got to do something, man. I saw the movie. What happened? Nothing. Uh, we are learning now that uh, some of the most influential people on the planet are pedophiles who are paying money to have sex with underage kids, both boys and girls, apparently. What's going to happen? Nothing. So, you know, I, 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 yes, the outrage, it should be there. We should be outraged at human beings who sell and and traffic in uh, uh other you know using other people using children as freaking sex objects yeah internationally we should all collectively be freaking outraged by it and want to do something about it but are we really you know i i don't think so i i think i think the idea of human beings being trafficked is such an alien and bizarre idea to most people that they don't really get a sense of it until it comes into their own life when it's somebody they know that disappeared or somebody they, one of their kids goes missing. But are we really going to do anything about this? I don't think so. And now I'd love to be surprised, but the cynic in me says, no, well, it'll, it'll make for an interesting news cycle. People will be making Bill Clinton jokes for a couple of days. Oh, that's just old Uncle Bill. You know how creepy he is. Kind of with Joe Biden. Oh, he's just creepy Joe. Oh, he's an old creepy guy. But remember what we're freaking talking about. The trafficking and grooming of children for sex with adults who are filthy, stinking rich, and powerful. And who, I guess, believe they can do whatever the hell they want to do whenever they want to do it. Uh, and are protected. that They'll never suffer a consequence for their actions, for their crimes. And, and Bill Clinton is one of them. And, yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen. What do you think? 210-599-5555. Charles, how are you, man? What's going on with you? Hey, Sean. Good morning, sir. Hey. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Hey, on this on this Epstein thing. First of all, you know, no, I'm a skeptic like you. I knew it wasn't going to be the little black book we all wanted. It was a dep- it was a deposition for a civil case. Second, right. how the hell how the hell did Stephen Hawking's name make it onto this list? I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Were, were there physics cons- consultations involved? <laughs> consultations. You know, uh, all right, you know. molecular physics. Right, right, right. Okay, and, and, and kind of not exactly on the pedophile thing, but now watch out for this uh, prostitution ring outside of D.C. Oh yeah, Jersey and D.C. Right. And here's the kicker: they had to provide ID to verify who they were before <laughs> they went to the prostitution. You know if who I, is that stupid? Right. Well, th- these aren't. Yeah, these aren't brainiacs here. I, I, I you know, I, well, I, I think they were actually. They, actually, they were the best and the brightest of the intel world. <laughs> they you were. Know? That's right. So how did this? Yeah. I, I think if we truly knew how these people live, 
whether you're talking about whether you're talking about DC and the political movers and shakers, or you're talking about A listers in Hollywood. If we really knew how those people live, it would it, you'd be nauseated, man. I I, I really oh, believe yeah. that. Either either nauseated or jealous. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I appreciate the call, man. Got to run two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Mike and Esteban, hang on. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> I'm chair dancing, man. I love staying alive, man. It's a great record. News Talk 550 KTSA. Let me just nerd out just for a brief second here. Uh, it's interesting to hear Dave Grohl. I'm not a huge fan of the Foo Fighters, but I was a huge Nirvana, Nirvana, Nirvana fan. I love that Nirvana. Uh, Dave Grohl famously has said, he's not a great, I'm not a great drummer. I used disc, a disco beat on all those Nirvana records. And you listen back to it, it's a disco beat, man. <laughs> all right, back to the news of the day. We're talking about the Epstein list, and Bill Clinton apparently likes young, likes young girls. Your thoughts. Here's Mike. Mike, how are you? Hey, uh, Sean, good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year uh, New Year to you as well. Thank you so much. I wanted to, first of all, just tell you, I really appreciate you and how you share your opinions on things of this nature because I'm right with you. I agree with you on that. Thank you. And you said, yeah, you're welcome. And you said one thing that really struck me uh, that – these folks will never pay for it. And I know what you meant by that. But ultimately, they will as they burn in hell for eternity. Well, we like to think there's some kind of justice uh, after this experience is over. You know, I, 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 I like the idea that C.S. Lewis put out as far as heaven and hell and that hell is really just something that you create yourself out of your own evil and uh, you go live in this place where you're completely separate from other human beings and you know uh yeah, I, I, I you know i i i, I unfortunately for a lot of people who are capable of doing something like this of hooking up with a kid in some pedophile ring these don't sound like and i think bill clinton's one of them people who are capable of feeling anything like shame or some kind of moral reaction to what they're doing uh you know they don't they don't think enough of the people that they're involved with or the the kids are involved with they're just objects to them yeah so i, I you know all they, all they basically think about it themselves yeah pretty much if you're gonna do that yeah. at least yeah. yeah i appreciate the call yeah. man thanks for thanks, the John. thanks for the props let's go to esteban esteban how are you all right i think to some extent uh Bill Clinton has partially been punished because everybody has seen uh, Hillary Clinton never became president. Mm. But you're right. Uh, we've been so inured by Bill Clinton's philandering that hearing his name on the list is about as shocking as a hot day in the Sahara Desert in the middle of July. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's kind of like, oh, well, Bill, like, we're talking about having sex with kids. That's what we're talking about in regards to Bill Clinton. All right, this isn't him just being a creeper or handsy or having an affair with a freaking intern in the Oval Office. Yeah. You're talking about having sex with children. Yeah, we know he's a... Those who have been around him know him, know him to be a complete... You know what? Yeah. And 
and the fact that Clinton, that Hillary stayed with him, probably is well. She's a soulless piece of crap too. So she was thinking yeah. about herself as well. Didn't care about yeah. the victims and of the, his crimes. Yeah, and so and so that and the fact that she stayed with him mm. is why. And you know, like I said, unfortunately, it's sad that. You know that's going to be the reaction, even the even among those of us sure. who are conservative. Yep, I got to run, Esteban. Thank you so much for the call, man. <laughs> News Talk five fifty KTSA. I'm Sean. Taking a trip in the Wayback Machine to the 80s because I wear my sunglasses at night. Um, News Talk 550 KTSA. James was just asking me uh, on the Kimberly Crawford show. Good morning. What is it? Good morning, SA? Good morning. Whatever the hell it is. Good Good morning, morning. Mrs. Trevino. Good morning, the future Mrs. Trevino there. She's wearing a fetching black leather uh, outfit, and they're making, they're cooking shrimp. And James asked me, uh, are you watching them cook the shrimp? I'm like, yeah. I heard I heard noises. I actually have a almost a, a sexual reaction to watching people make seafood. Uh, I just I it really turns me on, does it for me? Uh, you know, because sushi always wins. Um, what the hell is wrong with you, God Almighty? Sushi always wins. Hey, let me ask you this: Why? Well, I'm just saying. I love shrimp. I love seafood, and watching people properly right. prepare seafood just kind of does it for me, man. You scares have a the physical crap. Reaction. Scares the crap out of my wife when I make seafood at home because she thinks I'm going to give everybody like that food disease, that salmonio, whatever it is. But uh, have you either of you guys ever eaten sushi off a naked chick? Yeah, curious. Have you? Yes, I have. I it's, bet it's really cool. It's it's very different and it's awkward the first time you go to grab something. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then you get used to it because the girls she's relaxed and then everyone else is relaxed and you just go and grab. But a it's team. not like it's not like a big sex thing where you're getting lap dances and all that. I mean, yeah, no, it's a no. chick that they got sushi on. But it's been that practice is I've never actually done it myself. I wanted to, but I've never actually done it. It's been around for a long time. Yes. You know, we're, Don, you've never well, you don't eat sushi, right? Because you're vegan. No, you ever eaten anything no. off a naked chick? <laughs> Just not, sushi. <laughs> not sushi. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's questions. talk about. Let's talk about Charles Hood. Um, now the former uh, uh, chief of the fire department, and uh, I bring up the naked chick with the sushi because he got in. Well, how long ago was that, Don? Was that like a year or two ago? It's been a been a few years. It's been a few years. He there right. was this big thing. Where he went to the birthday party of a fireman, and they had set up one of these. And you can do that. You this has been going. This is something people do. It's not this. This ain't a Jeffrey Epstein trip. Okay, it's something you could do. You could pay the money, and it costs a lot of money, apparently. Right. To have a woman lie on a table. Sushi restaurants provide this, and you you can they load her up with sushi, and you eat the sushi off her body. She's not naked; she's got some. When, in other words, when that all happened, I was the one guy saying, "So, what's the big? De-? You know, it was a birthday party, right? What's the big deal here? Okay, it's not. He's you know, it, 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 he should be fired for for eating sushi. No, I don't think so. Chief, I was on your side on that one. Just so you know. 
on the, eating the sushi off the check. I, I honestly didn't see a problem with that. No, I believe I believe he didn't actually eat the sushi. So he didn't even partake, man. Uh, from what the, the original story was, he kind of posed for a photograph. I did. I, that's right. He took a picture. Right. Acting like he was going to. Right. But uh, but he, uh, the story was that he did not partake in the In the end, the his day, professionalism right? kicked in. He said, I better, I better stay away from the squid. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> Well, they also do male models when for that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm telling the truth. They have it is true. Yeah, they have Yeesh. girls, and then there's there's dudes, and you know they have a six pack, and they're all muscled Ugh, and stuff. But, right. So, uh, well, it came out earlier on Wearing Rima that my wife would never let me eat sushi off a off a naked chick. But if it was a naked dude, if it was one of those she dudes, would let from, you do that. If it was one of those dudes from the Hallmark Channel, no, she'd be there going for the sashimi, man. She'd be <laughs> grabbing octopus left and right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me nothing. Don't tell me nothing. I, I'm yep. just saying, I I was the one person saying, well, is this really a big deal? This People do this all the time, you know? I They're firemen. I, I have a great deal of respect for firemen, okay? They run into buildings that are on fire to rescue people. They inherently risk their own lives just doing their jobs. Dude wants to eat some sashimi off a naked chick. I got no problems with it, man. Enjoy yourself. What's happened now, though, is apparently he's been saying, and I actually saw what he said. Joey Palacios used to work here. He's a news guy. He posted some pages from the actual complaint or report, I guess. It came out of the, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the uh, what do you call that guy? The city, city manager. City manager, yeah, yeah, right. out of his office. And they did an investigation, and Charles Hood said some inappropriate things. At the workplace. So he's been f- basically forced to resign for it. He's been the poli- uh, fire chief since 2007, I think, for a long time. We've known him. I've met him on a number of occasions here at the station. I always liked him. I always thought he's a really cool guy. Uh, and I, I do, you know, we were talking about this on Where in Rima. I get it that it, you know, at the workplace, Charles Hood should know. <laughs> certain things you just can't say anymore when you're hanging out with the dudes or I guess there was women involved or women around too at the workplace the fire station what have you and you know and I don't know to what extent you know, I guess we're hearing that there's more to this and we're going to learn more that this is allegedly ongoing behavior it's something he's known for and I would submit to you, maybe it's been going on for a while. I have no idea, and they, you know, they just can't get around it. So you know, they got to get rid of them or get them out of there. I, 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 I t- and I'm going to kind of stay with this topic for a little while, though. What he said was, "Blank always wins," and in the blank, you can insert, you know, a, a dirty word concerning women and lady parts, girl parts. I guess at least uh, in the San Antonio Fire Department, they still acknowledge biological women. And uh, uh, blank always wins. Which, to a certain extent, what some might say is true. I'm kidding. Okay, it's only true if there's not a tranny in the room. Right now, trannies always win. I'm just, you know, it's not not a. In today's workplace culture, no, you're not going to get away with that. I'll be honest with you. I, I. as far as the sterilization, if you will, and I try to give credit where credit is due. I, I heard Riccardi talking about this the other day, and I don't remember his precise words. So if I'm repeating what he's saying, you know that's that's why. But and he was talking about something completely different. 
as far as a news story. But there is something to this idea that with the HR stuff, with the woke stuff, we have really sanitized the workplace to where people really aren't forming relationships with their coworkers anymore. Everybody's uh, afraid. I mean, I, I we, we all take the corporate training. Everybody does, no matter where you work. You work for a business of a certain size. You're going to go through the corporate anti-harassment training. And it's gotten to the point now where you got to be careful how you look at people. I'm serious. How you look at a coworker can now get you in trouble. What you like on social media, you merely like a post on social media, that can, that can affect you at your job. We brought, uh, Trey brought this up on Warren Ryman. He's right. This A lot of HR stuff and woke stuff has now, it's not just your time at the workplace. It's what you do off the workplace or out of the outside of the workplace. It, it, in a sense, it's it's killed camaraderie at the workplace, and I don't think it's a healthy thing. I, but my my general push is I think we're always better off talking honestly to each other. And I get situational decisions, and you got to know your audience and where you are and all that stuff. I just think people do better in general when they're just talking normally and saying exactly what they're thinking. And we were on this trip before COVID hit, and COVID, as far as the workplace, just kind of killed the workplace. And and it's that, to me, is odd. Because you spend as much time, sometimes if not more, time with your coworkers than you do with anybody else in your life. I met my wife through radio. Uh, I consider some of my best friends in the world to be people who work here. And that idea of the workplace is going bye-bye. Okay, It's not just people staying home and being remote, which I'm not a fan of either, to be honest with you. But it's the whole idea of who you are in the workplace. And uh, with with all the stuff you have to worry about at the workplace, the effect is that people, if they can, are just choosing to stay home in their jammies and work. Or when they're at the workplace, they don't look at anybody. You don't, you don't talk to anybody. You don't form any relationships. You don't make any friendships. And I think that's a loss. I, think, I don't think that's a good thing. For the American workplace, I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, justify Charles Hood and whatever he may or may not have said it, it, with what I'm saying. I'm just saying Charles Hood is kind of the extreme edge of this topic that we're all dealing with to a greater or lesser extent. Now you can look at what Charles Hood is alleged to have said and say, "Well, yeah, I could see that. You know, that would be upsetting and that would create a bad work environment and blah blah blah." And you know, 30 years ago, would it have had the same impact? Probably not. I've spent most of my adult life in radio stations and gas stations. People talk some smack, man. <laughs> Much worse than what Charles Hood said. At least they used to. But I think at the by being cautious about lawsuits and upsetting other employees and coworkers and bad situations arising, which certainly at a time and a point in history in recent memory that was going on where women were harassed and treated very differently in the workplace. I get it. But we've gone to such, we've gone to the complete polar opposite of the extremities of this topic to where now people have to be careful how they look at each other. And I don't think it's healthy. 
I think COVID broke us to a certain extent in that regard. And we were already on that journey going into COVID. 210-599-5555. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Got some more Claudine Gay news. We'll talk about that. She's the gift that keeps on giving the, to talk radio. We'll discuss Claudine Gay and plagiarism and racism and all that happy crap coming up at 10.05. Um, some closure on this tragic double, well, triple homicide, I guess you'd call it, of Savannah Soto and Matthew Guerra uh, and their unborn child. Uh, a suspect and his dad have been arrested. You know, I told my wife when this, we were first looking at this story, I said, it's going to be somebody young. I bet you it's going to be somebody really young, roughly around their age, because only a young, stupid person. Th- th- this crime felt sloppy from day one. So apparently, if you see the video of the kid, he, he looks like he's a nine-year-old. And he allegedly shot both of these people because of a drug deal gone bad. And then he called his dad. His dad's under arrest, too. He's 53 years of age. And uh, you, you can kind of see this now, thinking back on that security cam footage. That he, I think what happened, James, see if you agree, that he's a young guy. He's dealing whatever he's dealing. Something goes wrong. I guess this guy, Garrett, had issues before in situations like this. Young man decides to be a Billy badass, caps them both, and then calls his dad. It doesn't sound to me like this was a planned hit or this was like standard fare for gang stuff because they, you know what I mean by targeting? Like they, I hate to say they go about it a little better, but this, it sounded like it just happened and he's suddenly, what do I do? So he calls his dad to come help him. You know, it's just, I, I'm not trying to lessen the tragedy of it. It's even, even worse, really. Yeah, because the, the father's charged with uh, something with the corpse. Yeah, messing with the corpse. He was trying to help him, I guess, clean it up or do something. That's what I was thinking was that he moved one of the dead bodies to the back seat. Yeah, because that's what the chief said it was perplexing. Yes, this is not, it's starting to make sense. This, In other words, this wasn't a well-planned-out hit on a guy you got to take out right. for some business reason. This was something that happened... And he freaks and calls his dad, is what the way I'm looking at it. Well, he's, his dad's not charged with uh, any, any uh, no. killing. No, it's he, only the he, kid. He shot him, and then he called his, his dad. dad. I just shot two people. I need help. You yes. know. And then they came and they moved one of the bodies. That right. has to be it. And you look at something like that, and you realize, okay, three people are dead. The couple and their unborn child. Uh, and now this piece of crap and his dad are going to jail for the rest of their lives. And over what? You know, what must it, a little bit of money, probably, I imagine? Less than $200. Can't be a lot of money, yeah. I mean, you just look at that kid, look how young he is. And, uh, you know, it's just a tragedy all the way around and a horrible crime. And I I hope that uh, justice prevails and uh you know they get what's coming to them uh, from the wheels of justice but it's just you see stuff like this you know it's just so stupid and senseless and uh and i'm not even getting into cartel stuff and and how they conduct business i mean just people killing each other and brutalizing each other in the culture right now this was an 18 year old pregnant woman 
who was about to be induced. So she was really pregnant. You, you, you would have known she was pregnant. You know, you know what I mean? You would have known that. And what does it take to just put a bullet to her, to, to put a gun to her head and pull the trigger? Um, I, I think if there's something that is maybe a little different about the the violent crime that we're seeing now is yeah a lot of it is perpetrated by young people and I you could fold into this uh, you know young people at school who don't like the way some kid looks at them and so nine or ten of them swarm them and kick the crap out of them. There's a callousness to it now. There's a callousness and a randomness to the violent crimes of young people in America right now. And uh, I don't know how you turn the corner from that stuff. Other than when you do catch them, you put them away forever. You give them a punishment that's comparable to their crimes. But unfortunately, that also is not happening. So we live in a very hard and mean time, man. I got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Following a story that's kind of breaking, has been breaking within the past hour or so out of Perry, Iowa. We have a shooting at a high school in Perry, Iowa, which is uh, looks like it's a little northward of, uh, of Des Moines. Uh, police are about to do a, uh, a news conference on this we have no information as far as how many people were injured who if anybody was killed we no information at this point but uh we'll be learning more uh, uh quite soon so whatever we learn we'll bring to you obviously again a shooting at a high school in perry iowa uh has uh, has taken place and uh, beyond that there's very little information um, I'm going to go to the phones because i got a couple of dudes on hold who have been holding for a long, long time. So let's see what's on their brain. Trucker Mike, we love you. How are you, man? Yeah, yeah, I love y'all too, Sean. Hey, listen, man. Uh, yeah, it's really sad. Uh, before I get started, I want to say and say one quick note about the girl that was found in San Antonio. It's really sad. Mm. It just shows you how the youth in America is out of control. You know, no no sooner than I say that, they got another school shooting up in Iowa. Mm. But uh, like I say, un, you know, three you know, lives were taken unnecessarily, including, the, you know, the girl and her baby. It's, it's oh. really a damn shame that that yeah. happened right before Christmas. Absolutely. Like, all I can say is God bless the family. But listen, Sean, I want to talk. Did I hear this? Did I hear you and Trey say this morning that um, that Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and, and good old Joe Biden's name was on that list over there yeah, in that fantasy island. <laughs> these documents that, have, that came out last night, yeah, Bill Clinton's there. There's several notations about him. He apparently likes some young, uh, quote, unquote. Barack Obama showed up on this list, apparently. Joe Biden has showed up on the, this list. Um, yeah. Now, that doesn't immediately mean that they were engaged in, you know, the services provided by a guy like a piece of crap like Jeffrey Epstein. Well, they, but they, they are there. Yeah. They still were associated with the man. Yes, they were. And uh, okay, yeah. What I what they need to they need to check on that because you can bet your last dollar if 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 Trump was in the White House right now they'd be investigated, especially with with Joe Biden's name. Oh yeah, being on that list. Uh, I want I want Joe Biden. Somebody they need to ask Joe Biden to uh, to give a statement on that and why his name was on that list. Now he won't do that. You know it. Oh, They're going to cover his ass on that. Oh yeah, they, big yeah, time. And it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Hunter was there, too. You know how much Hunter liked the young girl. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was there with good old dad 
and I thank you for taking my call this morning. All right, thank you, Mike. Let's take one more call. Here's Kent. How are you, Kent? Good morning, Sean. Hey. Hey, I'm going to stick on the subject of Slick Willie and his slimy lizard wife, Hillary. <laughs> uh, reptiles are cold-blooded creatures. Hmm. Now, the, these reptilian people that we have running this country, they have no soul. If you, if you remember back when she was an attorney back in Arkansas, was she? Re- I can't remember if she was representing or prosecuting a rape case of a young girl. And she literally laughed at the girl and, and told oh, her yeah. it was her fault. I remember I've heard you know? that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that just... Well, I mean, that, her, her, like we say, her husband's a rolling sex crime. I mean, he's been that for most of his adult life, apparently, and she's... They it, their relationship was mutually beneficial, so she just looked the other way, man. Oh yeah, she has what was the old saying? Power corrupts. Yeah, and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely, absolutely right. That, yep, that, that, I agree. That, that, and and I I like the the metaphor of the reptilian. These are reptilian people, and and we 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 kind of live in the era of the reptile <laughs> at this point. Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, hey Ken, thanks for the have call. Good day. Hey, have happy New Year, man. I've got some audio from the press conference. Oh yeah, let's take a listen. It's it's real short. Sure. Seven thirty-seven this morning. School didn't start yet, luckily. Uh, so there was very few students and faculty in the building, uh, which I think contributed to uh, a good outcome in that sense. But we'll have more information later on this afternoon. We will not be releasing any more information in the meantime. Uh, so please be patient with us so that we can talk with these victims and their families and try and figure out what happened we won't be that was adam uh infante who uh is the uh, sheriff of dallas county iowa and all we know at this point i think i'm correct is that there were multiple injuries uh the threat to the public is over yes and that's it we we don't know if it was a student that did the shooting we don't know anything about the shooter so far just the time 7 37 this morning so it's early iowa Iowa central standard time right 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 yeah Yeah, they should be so so we'll if as we find out more we'll let you know these are hard and mean times though and the, the violence is, is callous and cold, and uh, to use the last caller's word, very reptilian. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Claudine Gay. Um, well, if you, as I said earlier, if you're having some lower digestive, lower digestive tract issues, uh, read Claudine Gay's op-ed piece about her situation. I think it was in the New York Times. It is the most nauseating, barfy, self-aggrandizing bunch of bullcrap. <laughs> and she did nothing wrong except plagiarize other people. Ah, she merely forgot to... She's fixed all that since then, man. She's put quotation marks around quotes that she stole. You know, she's fixed it, Mr. Man. You're just being a racist. This is about all black women everywhere. It's really nauseating. I'm not going to read any quotes from it because it's, it's just it's it's so barfy. But that's standard fare these days when you're a Democrat and you're or you're a darling of the American left and you're caught doing something bad or immoral or whatever. Well, you didn't do anything wrong. You're just being preyed upon by political bullies, and that's kind of what we're hearing from the Associated Press. This is such a bizarre statement. This is so freaking weird, man. 
And what the AP had to say about Claudine Gay is pretty much what everybody on the left is saying about Claudine Gay. This is the new weapon for conservatives against colleges. Plagiarism. Plagiarism is their new weapon. Here's the actual post from the Associated Press. Harvard president's resignation highlights new conservative weapon against colleges. Plagiarism. Which is kind of like saying uh, uh, the new weapon against serial killers is charging them with murder. You know, it's just... They're, they're defending plagiarism. <laughs> they're, they're freaking defending plagiarism, which in academic circles is the highest crime you can commit if you're an academic. Now, if we really were be using this as a weapon, Sean, <laughs> it was provided by the individual who did plagiarism. <laughs> yes. We just didn't have a, a nice email group text well, I chat mean, going, let's start with plagiarism. What? Dude, nobody even gives a crap about this chick. I mean, I didn't know who the hell she was until this story broke. It's like all conservatives just sit around. We got to get rid of all the black people in the colleges, man. We got to get rid of all the black deans, man. How do we do that? Well, let's see if we can charge them with plagiarism. And then when they are found to be guilty of plagiarism, <laughs> our evil plot will succeed. And they, they won't be the president of that college anymore. <laughs> Strike a blow for the white man. You know, what, a, what a crock of crap, man. And the people that hired her are the ones that told her to resign. That, well, yeah, it well, wasn't a was, public deal. It no. was the Harvard board. And not to mention she was ripping off other black chicks. I have a dim view of plagiarism. I, I do. Not just as a writer, but you know, as a broadcaster and stuff. And I, I've been in radio for 35 years. People have been ripping me off. For if I got bajiggity every time another broadcaster ripped me off or copied something i said i i i'd have so much money i wouldn't i I could retire from radio (laughs) you know radio guys do it in abundance man i i don't tend to have my poetry ripped off because you can't make money off of poetry so the old standard in in poetry circles is be thankful if somebody steals one of your poems it's getting more eyes on it than if you just put it out there yourself but people who steal other people's language and ideas I think very dimly of, because the, 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 someone like Claudine Gay, it, by virtue of the fact that she's she's not just a plagiarist, she's a if if all this is true, she's a serial plagiarist. <laughs> it's a pro, it's a routine for her. Okay, it's something she. It's like Elizabeth Warren, who's also out of Harvard, who lies about her ethnicity. She's been, you know, using cultural appropriation to further her academic career. Same thing with uh, with Claudine Gay. This isn't a one-off, man. She wasn't pulling an all-nighter and just cut some corners to get a paper out. This is a method with her, apparently, if this is all true. I mean, we're talking 47 allegations of plagiarism. And, 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 and plagiarism itself is now a weapon of the right of the MAGA hat wearers to take down, I guess, black presidents on campuses. That's absurd, man. And not one molecule of concern for the fact that, yeah, all kinds of people gave this chick a pass through the years. We said yesterday, you don't just publish. It's not like me when I self-publish a poetry book and I'm the only one that sees it. If you're publishing an academic paper, a dissertation or what have you, it's going through multiple hands before it reaches publication stage. 
So you're telling me all of these great academics had no idea she was copping everybody else's work along the way? No, they let her go. Let her skate. Why? Because she's a black woman. I, can I say it any plainer? They're, they're, they're claiming racism is the reason she's been forced to resign. Who's the real racist in the room? Somebody who's going to prop up a black woman who obviously has no talent nor expertise to be doing what she's doing, who has actively cheated, allegedly, her way through her academic career. What's more racist? You're going to shove her into that president's chair just so people will look at you and say how progressive and non-racist you are? Instead of hiring the person who's best for the job, whatever her skin color may be? Again, she ripped it, allegedly ripped off other black chicks. Who's the real freaking racist in the room? Give me a break, man. Look, if, look, if Charles Hood is as profane and misogynist as the allegations say, and he's been at that for a long time, we don't know yet. Well, it took him a long time to fire him. Why? Is it because he's a black guy? There is systemic racism in America. It's just not the systemic racism you hear described on a daily basis. This is the systemic racism. (laughs) This, you know, putting the box checkers in very important positions, either within or without the government, in the collegiate world, in the private sector, is an act of racism. To hire somebody because they're black is an act of racism. It's not an act of equity. (laughs) It's not progressive. We're not getting better as human beings by doing that. We're not lifting anybody up out of any crummy circumstances. In fact, people who work their asses off to get out of their crummy circumstances and become someone in the academic world, well, they just cut, got cut out so someone like Claudine Gay could have a place, could have a seat. Other black people have more than, other black academics have more than likely lost out because of her. Just like other Native American people probably lost out so Elizabeth Warren's fat white ass could sit in whatever uh, collegiate chair she held. So, you know, who's the real racist here, man? 210-599-5555. Let's go to Elvis. Elvis, how are you? Hey, it's really crazy. She claims racism, but racism got her the job, and now she's saying racism took the job. <laughs> Such a bunch of bullcrap, man. How many different ways can you have it? And for the two kids that were shot during a drug deal, mm. I mean, at what point do you say, hey, babe, let me run by and make this deal real quick? And, you know, you're in that lifestyle. I don't. I I I I I tend to think that he. I think he was in the lifestyle. I tend to think because I know the grandmother was saying this that she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, but you know, I it it doesn't it doesn't sound to me like a well planned crime. uh, You know, if you call your dad to help clean up. Who was the other girl that was shot because her boyfriend was a drug dealer? She sued the police department. I forget her name. I don't remember now. I'm not sure. It it, it was a while back. She was shot. Right. Well, you know, I I appreciate the call. But, yeah, if you're going to be a drug dealer, you know, bad stuff might happen to you. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
Boost Talk 550 KTSA. I love this song. Can you name the band? Oh, I used to play this. Uh, Ace of Base? Yeah. Uh, the Sign. Yeah, look at you. Nice. Yeah, I used to play this when it was new. Congratulations. Light rock days. <laughs> yeah, in the early part of my career. Yeah. So we've all got new, we got new bumper music. We're hearing stuff we haven't heard before. Yeah, it's a new year, new bumper music. New bumper music, Don Morgan. Well, actually, it's old bumper music, but well, it's, you know, it's coming around again. <laughs> what a music snob, Don. I, right? I, I have, this is so strange, because for years, I, you know, because a lot of the music I was playing when I first got into to radio was that era was a lot of plus a lot of 80 we played a lot of 80s stuff and how in the o- early 90s and how old are you now i'm 56 there's your answer well i'm starting to listen to it now no, no that's why it's coming back it's nostalgic you're, hit, you're hitting that big demo buddy yeah, we're we're right. don you and i are now the demo for a lot of what i mean we used to call them adult contemporary stations but most people would say they're light rock yeah, but a lot of it is nostalgia music it's it's they they and i've noticed some of the local stations that play that format you know, you're you're starting to hear Chili Peppers, you know, the Cranberries, yeah, you know, stuff of that nature, yeah, you know, and I think that's great. I, and I find myself listening. This is what I listen. This is predominantly what I listen to now is light rock radio. I listen to Jack FM. I love Jack FM. They got a great mix, and they play a lot of a lot of that good old stuff. Right. And I've you know for years I've railed against. Oh, when I started in radio, I had to play all this crap. You know, and now, and act excited about it, but now here I am, 56, and I'm listening to it going down the road going, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like it now. I like it, man. I, I well, haven't heard the cardigans in a while. <laughs> the love fool. Yeah. love fool, you know. Right. But, you know, I, I think there's a difference from when you had to play it every 90 minutes. Yes. So when you don't hear, except for every 90 days. Yes. There's a big difference. There know? is a difference. Yeah. You get burnt. That's why when I did classic rock for a few years, like man, if you play Boston, I will pull my eyes out of my head. <laughs> right. If I got to hear "Sweet Home Alabama" one more time, Lagrange, you know, I, I, some of that stuff I did get burnt out on. I'm just sort of rediscovering like a lot of the music from the '80s and early '90s that when I was a young guy, I acted like I hated, but now I'm an old fart, and it's like oh, it's kind of catchy. I kind of like listening to that. I mean, you think about this for a second. Okay, the the memory care places for my generation, <laughs> the the assisted living places where guys like you and I are going to end up someday. On bingo night, they're going to be playing Soundgarden. You know what I mean? And right. we're all going to be like, yeah, it's cold sun, reek of reefer. We'll be smoking pot in our rooms, <laughs> yep. doing whippets in the in the in the public kitchen, you know, and 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 checking out Stone Temple Pilots on Bingo Night. I've already seen it happen over in shirts. Oh, really? Yes, uh, an old landscaping company we did. We did the whole building and right. everything, and they moved in the tenants. And the first weekend, this <laughs> black lady comes up to me and she goes, "Oh, darling, somebody got sprayed by a skunk." Sprayed by a skunk, <laughs> and I said, "Really, really?" <laughs> and they had to have a meeting because some of the older hippies were just toking it up in the. They were getting high in the senior home. Well, it, it, look, I, I'll be totally honest with you. My ass ends up in assisted living someday, which the way I'm going might be in about five years. We, we, you know, if you could, if the pot's legal by then, I'm in assisted living. What the hell do you think I'm going to sit around and do? <laughs> Sit around in my room, smoking pot, waiting for the pain meds to show up, and watching Guy Fieri shows. 
and reruns a bonanza, you know. And you know, I mean, that's the way. Why should you get high when you're in assisted living? I'm just saying. What else? You, you got nothing else to do, man. You get to or a memory care point in life where you know you're not driving anymore. You really don't What's have a whole matter? lot of responsibility. Maybe I'll become a heroin addict when I'm like 74. You know. <laughs> You know, my father is going to turn 80 next month. And if he were to call me later today and say, hey, do you know where I can score? I would, you know, <laughs> well, what the hell? more power to you. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm taking the whole not drinking thing right now at 11 months the other day. So I'm, I'm, right. it's, it's been a major change in my life, and it's been a wonderful thing. But if I'm like 84, if I'm 80 and I'm in a home, I'm not, maybe I'll do a couple of shots of tequila every now and again. You know what I mean? If it's just me and the nurse. That's all. <laughs> yeah, right you between know. shots with the personal She's health changing assistant. my sure, sheets out. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> hey, you want to do some crack? <laughs> I'm 82 years of age. I can't go to the bathroom without assistance. Yeah, I think I'll do some crack. I'm just, I'm not really going to do crack when I'm in the assisted living place. I'm just all saying. All my shoes have Velcro on them. Well, like, you, you, why, you, why you're that age and you're being cared yeah. for. It would Why help. Not? It would help with the weight loss. Help with the weight loss. Yeah, I'll be the one guy going. You know, I'll be. I'll have, you know. I'll be in like stage two or three of dementia. And I'll. I'll be still have a little cognizance. You know, it's okay. You can go with the morphine. I'm all right. Go ahead. Plug the morphine in. I'm good. Just leave the TV on. <laughs> Who are you? Anyway, <laughs> I'm your daughter. Uh, now listen. <laughs> anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Got to take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. <laughs> News Talk five fifty KTSA. I love this song. This is a good old song back when they made good music, not like that crap you young people you. Gen Zers are listening to today. Lana Del Rey depresses the snot out of me. We had happy music back then. We were walking like a uh, like a we were walking like Egyptians. All right, because because uh, <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine anyway. News Talk five fifty KTSA. Let's take a call and see what's on Caroline's mind. Caroline, how are you? Oh wait, sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hey, I was at the party with the sushi. Okay. Oh, you were the, with the with the ch- fire chief. Yeah, it was nothing was scandalous. Honestly, it was in February, so the right. heater was on. Nobody <laughs> ate sushi off her. Because they would have been they're worried about it being spoiled. <laughs> maybe, they're worried about maybe, getting food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the maybe in the first. 30 minutes some people did chief hood was not there at the beginning she had a handler a girl took tongs and took if at the beginning would take it off of her her husband was there her husband was there standing right by her it was the most chilled situation ever it was art she was a model getting paid very well it's it's apparently it's very elegant i mean it's not you know it's not just a freaking lap dance at sugars i mean it's it's you know it's a very it costs a lot of money it's not a cheap thing to do she was very happy wow should he have not posed for the picture maybe but he was off duty 
Does anybody really understand what happens at the firehouses in the evening? <laughs> I do know. That's a crazy place there, buddy. Look, I, I said it earlier, and I, I look at firemen, uh, fire people in the same way I look at yeah. military folks, okay, cops. Yeah. I don't care what y'all talk about behind the scenes. You can get as randy as you want to get, as profane as you want to get. They risk their lives as a matter of course in their jobs. In my opinion, they can talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I feel so bad for him. He's a nice guy. And the guy that it was his birthday i've grown up with him i mean man it's just ridiculous i thought it was very overblown i, I thought that whole thing was yeah, overblown so for chief hood uh. i just want to say i was there nobody ate sushi off her nobody put their mouth on any sushi <laughs> okay it was taken by tongs but only at the very beginning right the, the sushi was too hot <laughs> yeah, there was sushi there. it's body oh, temperature it's not good it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank like you thank you thank Bye. you caroline thank you for the call i thought that was i thought the sushi thing was so overblown man what was that two years ago something like that you, you, you know you got government officials screwing you over left and right you look at this stuff that we've been talking about epstein and you know this prostitution ring out of new jersey or wherever the hell it is okay if you only knew how a lot of your public servants live. Uh, moreover, on your dime, it's a Caligula fest, man. You're worried about a sushi girl? Come on, man. I, I just, people who, I, I almost got the feeling, James, you're a foodie. Maybe you got the feeling, too, that the people who reacted very, very poorly to that had probably never had sushi before or didn't know anything culturally about it or that this is something that people do and it's been around for a long time. That's the one I think it is. You know? Is that they were uninformed about how long the model and sushi thing has been going on. Yeah. Otherwise, it, they would be like, oh, they could afford that. That's my thought was, damn, they had some money going there because that's not a cheap thing to do. Nah, she's getting probably two to 500 bucks to, yeah, to lay there. at least. Yeah, something like that. I, I'm really more concerned with a former president sleeping with minors on Jeffrey Epstein's plane than Chief Hood, you know, getting some octopus, <laughs> you know, off a, off a, off a not, not a naked chick with sushi on her. It's that, that that's that's not an out of the. It sounds odd if you're not used to it or whatever. You're hearing about this for the first time, but I've known about that. I've never done it myself. But that's probably because the people I've classically hung out with didn't, never had that much money <laughs> to afford a chick with sushi on her. So, I, you know. Now, I, I don't know to what extent this is ongoing stuff with him. I mean, I guess we're hearing stuff about this is an ongoing thing. It's not just a one-off or whatever. I don't know. But I, I, I think I definitely thought that sushi thing was way overblown, man. Here, here's Al. And personally, yeah, I like the Chief. I've met him uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, Alex, how are you? I'm doing fine. Happy cat year, Sean. <clears throat> Is it the year of the cat? Got, <clears throat> yes, I have a little calico kitten, and her name is Bandit. Rock on, man. Uh, I got Sean, ten cats. Uh, I don't even know what they're, all their names are at this point. I can't even remember what all their stupid names are. I don't know. <laughs> I, I 
I feed them temptations, and they love that stuff. I like that uh, stuff, man. Anyway. <laughs> temptations. Uh, Sean, I'm, the one thing that turned out good about this, this uh, chief, remember he was brought in by Cheryl Skeletor. When <laughs> Cheryl Skeletor. He came with her. Well, the good thing about it is he's gone, and these poor firemen can all leave their fire department doors open and sit out there. So the kids and people can walk by and shake their hands because when he came on, when he came on board, he implemented shut the doors down. Mm. Shame on him! And they have a plate named after him already. It's called Susie Chiefy. Have a good afternoon, Susie Chiefy. Thank you. I mean, again, if this is a situation where he's talking smack all the time, and it's you know, in the world we live in right now, in the culture that of the workplace. Dude probably should have known better. But then again, you know, again, firemen, and I say firemen, but I mean men and women who who take that up. They're risking their lives every, pretty much on almost every run they go on, right? They're firefighters. I, I gained a lot of respect for fire, the American firefighter during 9-11. Gained even more respect. Uh, my, my daughter's stepdad is a fireman. You know, firemen were there that night. The fire in my mom's place going in there trying to save people. I don't care what they talk about behind the scenes, man. This was not about the sushi. Uh, no, I know it wasn't yeah, about no. sushi. This is about some other thing he said, and they're saying he says this on a regular basis. Then that's bad. That's, that's it, not cool. Well, if you're the fire chief, yeah, and Trey, had this was his point earlier, and I have to agree. If you're the fire chief, it's a very public position, you know, and things are extremely sensitive right now, more than I'm comfortable with. It's very extreme. So, I, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to get... <laughs> You know what I mean? Maybe he wanted to retire, and he just, I don't know, didn't care anymore. I don't know. Oh, I'm not i am not justifying what he said now. I, I do believe in a world where I, I do think that we are all better off. I think if we could get rid of a lot of this crap at the workplace and just be people again, be real freaking human beings, even though people may on occasion say something offensive or do something or say something that you don't think is funny or it bothers you or what have you. I think people just talking honestly with each other and being people instead of always just being terrified of offending somebody or upsetting somebody. So HR gets called. I just don't think that culture is very healthy. It, it There's a reason for it. Things are pretty bad for women in the workplace for a long time. I get it, you know, and minority folks and all that. But, you know, it, 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 the pendulum has gone so far to the other extreme. You're, you're barely, it's like, yeah, I, I'm afraid to breathe. Maybe I'll breathe wrong and somebody will interpret that wrong. What were you going to say? Oh, about adults being adults? Yeah. And what happened to just going up and saying, hey, Bob, I really don't dig you. Keep making these yeah, Mexican cool. jokes. Yeah. To in, in front of me, so if you need to at least respect that, I tell you. Sure. People, what, what happened to grown that? Grown-ass adults being grown-ass adults. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with <laughs> Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. It's a great old tune, Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm taking the new bumper music, but that's what I'm into right now. It's just sort of matching up with me, with my own 
sense of nostalgia. 210-599-5555. Let's see. We've got to talk about this. Uh, Mike Johnson, uh, Speaker of the House, and uh, Jim Jordan, and a few other Republicans, congressional Republicans. Uh, were, were they the Eagle Pass yesterday? Uh, and we, we know prior to this visit that there was some kind of effort to clean up the area and get all those pesky migrants out of camera shot, which apparently didn't work. I didn't see it, but Trey did. And he said, you're doing live shots with these guys and, uh, you're seeing lines of migrants lining up behind them. I'm glad they went. Um, I not sure what's going to come of it when you have the secretary of Homeland security claiming, the, one of the major reasons for all these people wanting to come here illegally to live here is, well, climate change. They're forced out of their third world s-holes because of climate change to come here. In fact, the three biggest reasons for illegal immigration, which we're breaking records on a daily basis. How many hundreds of thousands made it over in December? Was it 500,000 people in December alone, I think, or something absurd like that? 300,000? That's a lot of people, man. That's a crisis. And one of the people within our own government whose job it is, whose responsibility it is to do something about this, is saying the three major contributors to all these people coming here, climate, poverty, and authoritarianism. Author- I-, I almost have trouble with this one authoritarianism i think i'm saying it correctly that's it if only that stuff would go away man you know people bring up the you hear the climate change all the time i nobody ever follow where where's that going where's that going on where is climate change forcing people to flee their countries of residence to come live here illegally like mechanically how's that happening Somebody living in Venezuela, and what, you know, is it uh, temperatures rise to like 400 degrees, their skin starts to boil, and they got to run? Where where is the climate change thing actually happening, and how exactly is that happening? You never hear that. Why? Because it's bullcrap. Why wasn't climate change forcing people into this country during the Trump years? Did it just go away for four years? Did... Poverty and authoritarianism and climate change just take a break for four years? Magically picked back up right after Biden got into office? It's like when when Obama used to go off on systemic racism. And remember that? that When Trump was in office, started hearing about all this white supremacy and crap. And systemic racism, Obama during his time in office couldn't shut up about systemic racism and racist cops and the system itself is racist. His wife had never known a moment of pride concerning her country because of all the racism and oppression. Well, did it magically take eight years off when you were in office? How how did a racist system allow for Barack Obama to even be president? It's kind of the same thing, but it's not it's nonsensical. There's no it has no basis in. Reality, just like the climate change thing, is a reason why we're, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are pushing their way into this country. Here's why hundreds of millions of people are pushing their way into this country right now the policies of the Joe Biden administration. 
because it started overnight once they rolled back all of those Trump-era policies concerning refugee status, yeah, COVID, and what, what do you have health-wise coming over the border? Okay, we, 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 illegal immigration was down to a trickle comparatively to where we are now. And so what you're asking me to believe is that climate change, just the, the instant Joe Biden got his ass into the Oval Office, climate change just freaking exploded across the third world. And it was just so bad, man. The seas were boiling. Birds were exploding in the air. Food supplies went away. Oh, my God, I got to make it to America. This climate change is kicking my ass. It's absurd, man. This is intentional. This illegal immigration problem is intentional. They are trying to achieve something by not only allowing it to happen or basically destroying the border, but by encouraging it, by giving them free freaking stuff in california they got free health care now they've had it for a number of years but they expanded the age group on who can get free health care in california as an illegal alien now it's like in your 50s or 40s pretty much everybody who comes across the border can get free health care in california if you live in a crappy place where there's no health care or state-born health care and you can't get anything done and you hear free health care where are you going to go But you know they claim poverty is one of the reasons for this mass exodus to America, and I guess you could make that claim that the reason people are coming here for free stuff, free money, free health care is because they don't have it in their country of origin. You understand their solution to that problem is not to toughen up the border and to stop offering them free stuff here, but to give those countries more American money. That's the solution. That's the solution Blinken and Oberdor came up with with their, their meeting last week. Well, America just needs to pony up more money and prop up the economies of these crappy countries, and people won't want to leave. Oddly, though, American dollars won't do much about climate change, though, right? So that'll still be going on, right? So no matter how much money we pump into these countries, they're still going to be suffering uh, under climate change, so uh, I guess they'll still keep coming, huh? The bullcrap around illegal immigration in this country just piles up so high, man. You need a freaking ladder to climb to the top of it. They're coming here because we opened up the border and offered them free stuff. That's why they're coming here. They're also being encouraged to come here by their own government. Um, you know, there's also a lot of bad guys uh, at play here because we're getting a lot of single men coming across the border. It's a bad scene. Anyway, thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine, my brother Trey, my brother Don Morgan. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.